another sign to good health, and that's good mental health. What do you got going for breakfast? As always, I'm sipping my coffee from my <laughs> GGT Mirror Collab mug. Um, but keeping it fairly simple today. Blueberry bagel. Mm. A little smattering of cream cheese and a little strawberry jam. Do you buy bagels in a pack? Like multiple bagels? Like, Or do you get it fresh ad hoc? We get fresh bagels now um and it took me almost seven years of living in los angeles to find a decent bagel um one that i would compare to like you know what i'm used to growing up in new jersey where they put the schuylkill river water in the bagels (laughs) (laughs) some some mud fish yeah uh there was a there was a spot in beverly hills called brooklyn water bagels Mm-hmm. and they import import that water no they didn't import it but they they had like a almost like chipotle style um see what's in the sausage how they like mm. ionized the water to m- like match the taste of brooklyn right. water mm. they uh, cranked up the and, alkali content yeah. or something yeah pumped up that fluoride <laughs> and uh, and they they boil the bagels. So wow. that place went out of business like like four years ago. Dang shame. Yeah, but it's so it's eight a.m. for you right now. You woke up this morning and like drove to get a bagel. Oh no no we uh, uh got a half a dozen earlier this week. Oh okay all right I'm smart. Right. Yeah, but it, it's yeah. not like it's not a Thomas bagel. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I've I'm oh. I'm done. I'm officially done <laughs> with store-bought you're bagels. You're it's, at the phase in life where you're done with Thomas bagels. I'm it's, done. It's better to just not eat a bagel than have to consume that. I totally agree. Well, just have a piece of bread. So for me, growing up in the Midwest, I like I, I had no um, I had no connection to the East Coast and especially New York bagels. So I always thought the bagels were gross. Because I only had, oh, Tom- wow. I only, you know, a bagel to me was just like a Thomas bagel. I was like, they're dry, they're doughy, they they taste terrible. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously later on in life, I was able to to have a New York bagel, and I I, I saw what all the fuss was about. Now I'm a, a huge fan. But how did no you bagel- order it? Did you just get a plain one, or did you get like a sandwich? Oh, like a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. You know, like bacon, egg, bacon, cheese. egg, and cheese. Yeah. A bag. Bacon, also, egg, and cheese, salt, pepper, salt, ketchup, salt, pepper, ketchup, salt. Pe- but in How, in Wisconsin, bagels are bad. Everything else is good, though. True. Yeah. Like if 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 bagels is one thing Wisconsin's not known for, you're doing okay. Right. True. Right. Yeah. Connor, how do you take your bagel? I go bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup on an everything bagel, toasted. But yes, I grew. I feel like I grew up on. There was this place in Lexington, Massachusetts, where I grew up called Brugger's Bagels. And they oh, had burgers. they had amazing cinnamon raisin bagels, so I would get I would get a toasted cinnamon raisin with um, with just some plain cream cheese, and that every once in a while when I'm back home, I'll I'll sneak one of those in, and it's just it's one of those nostalgia plays, you know. I just like I'll just sit in the back of the shop and like 
close my eyes alone silently and just eat it in <laughs> like just pu- I'll just push the whole thing into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like this one's for me. <laughs> no swallowing, just no swallowing. Down the hatch. I just gum it. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I have a similar experience, but with Dunkin' Donuts. Oh wow! Dunkin' Donuts just made its way out to LA, like in a in a kind of a, I, I wouldn't say like a big way, but like the closest one to me for like five years was Long Beach, mm-hmm. and that is a that's a so far from, away <laughs> from Los Angeles. And then they they built one right around the corner, and I did it the other day. I, I wanted the exact same thing. I want a cinnamon raisin bagel, plain cream cheese. Hell yeah, because that reminds me of home. I saw this woman take the entire cream cheese and put it on my bagel. What? And it was it was it, the the mini cream cheese is probably when I say mini, I'm talking about like the the size of the palm of my hand, like a little uh, canister of cream cheese. Oh, the little like plastic tub thing. Yes, Fuck the little things. plastic tub. She put things. the entire thing. I didn't know that they put that much cream cheese on it. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and then I uh, I was I was on my way to a tea time, had the bagel, you know, it was toasted. It was like kind of warm in there. Cream cheese was just like ooey gooey and like (laughs) took it out, crispy, crunchy, Mm. but it was way too much cream cheese. Too much cream cheese. Too much cream cheese will, will ruin an experience. That's true. I I used to, when I would get too much cream cheese, I would wipe it on the, like the paper bag that it came in. (laughs) I would like get out of here, discard some of it. Um, you, you, but you have more agency than me. I would just suffer, <laughs> just through, suffer it. through it. I'm gonna save this for silently. Um, but it's tough when they give you, you know, the the little uh, plastic tubs that they give you, like the the petite version. I think everyone the knows petites, yeah, the yeah. Philadelphia cream cheese, yeah. But it's those like aren't the 50 enough. Cent piece one. Those aren't enough. So you need it's not enough. You need like three of those motherfuckers to to yeah to properly cheese your bagel. So yeah, they the. <laughs> Like big bagel needs to figure that out, you know. They need big a, bagel and yeah. big cream cheese need a, a a summit. They need a big brain session because mm-hmm. there's the the ratio is not ratioing. No, it's not. But I was thinking about this as you were um, talking about going to your tea time. The bagel thing is a like bagels are great golf food, and for me, the, the cinnamon raisin uh, Brugger's bagel that I talked about played a huge part in my. Um, childhood golf life when when i was in elementary school we'd have half day thursdays both my parents were working so i they had to like figure out something to do with me and they had one of my friend's parents pick me up and him up after school she would take us to brugger's bagels we'd both get those the cinnamon raisin cream cheese bagel and she'd take us to the driving range and Mm. that was always and i would get a, a root beer too that was always like what we what we got every single time. And I think I told you about this, but going to the driving range and looking for the the top flight balls that had a circle and a little dot on one of the side, that was me and me and Anders would do that with our with our bagels and our root beers. We'd be hunting for these little circle and a dot top flight golf balls. And anyway, so like the the I forgot about the bagel thing, but that that totally brings me back. That's so sweet. So burgers is actually the only like good bagel in 
my part of Wisconsin. Oh, there's burgers out there. I, I thought it was yeah. just a Boston thing. Yeah. There's two in southeast, well, maybe three in south southeastern Wisconsin. Um, I might go get burgers after this. Oh shit! I'm I'm feeding for a, a a bagel sandwich. Yeah, it's time. There was a time where I stopped eating bagels because I was I was like in high school or something, and people told me about the like, do you know how much bread is in a bagel? Like, do you you smoke? Yeah, it's like a whole loaf. It's like an entire loaf of bagel. <laughs> I'm like. Oh God! Like that's shame. Going right to the ass. That's shame. I'm like, <laughs> so what? Yeah, I don't care. And you're like, I'm carb loading, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm gonna run it. I'm off. not gonna deny myself <laughs> the satisfaction, the pleasure of eating a perfectly toasted bagel. Yeah. And its best friend, cream cheese. I just eat so many bagels. <laughs> like, Yo. <laughs> I just eat so many loaves of bread. <laughs> okay, in one Bre- let, let's let's unpack breakfast breads. Okay, so we got the bagel. Yeah, we got the English muffin. Okay, we got the toast. Mm-hmm. Sure, bread of its many varieties. Uh, we got the like the croissant. We got croissant. the croissant. Croissant. Yeah, um, muffin. Is that a bread? Mu- like a mu- you know like a breakfast would, muffin? I'll, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to stay like. Are you in staying the- away from like donuts then? Yeah. Okay. You're thinking like what you can construct a, like a sandwich with or something. Yes. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think those are probably the big five. Would you put Hala in the bread category? Yes, I would. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm looking at that from thirty thousand feet. I think I gotta go croissant number one. Mm. Croissant is undefeated. Very close second is a bagel. Toast is is all the way to, all the way at the bottom. Uh, get, out toast. <laughs> get out of here, toast. Slandering toast. Get out of here, toast. I I I don't mean to offend your your English breakfast sensibilities, Connor. But toast, get out of my face. I'm good on toast. I don't need toast. I'm good on toast. Okay, yeah. all right. No, no, no offense uh, taken. English muffin is somewhere in the middle. I also pause real quick. Like the, I, I feel like English people today still get painted as like <laughs> english people from like 1932 and they're like yeah all, all, all you eat is beans and tomatoes and 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 the, like chewy bacon the same, the, the same sensibilities it's like, it's, it's like they're a fucking modern country like they're a they're a superpower no. like their breakfast game has evolved but i'll tell and you what every time people go to to the uk I see people on their stories posting about breakfast beans. Well, okay, that that goes that goes back into remember my theory about Nashville hot chicken and and yes. places that well, claim yes. foods have sh- shit ones. Um, that's a, it's a tourist trap. English breakfast is tourist trap. Yeah, really, totally. I, I except when I go to my grandparents' house, they make me a smiley face breakfast, which I like. I'll defend that till my till my death. But I wouldn't I've eat seen it. A smiley I want, face I want, breakfast. I, I wouldn't eat that, it yeah. every day. Though. I want that. Yeah, I mean that's uh, a that's a special too- occasion kind of. Anyways, we're. Proceed. I I can't I can't wait to to go over to London or the UK with Connor and get some smiley face. We're, we're gonna go up to court your to Yorkshire and Grandpa Clive. Yorkshire. Grandpa Clive is gonna fix you up a smile. Yeah, we need we need all the smoke from Grandpa Clive. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds so delightful. Okay, but back you're, to your. I totally agree. Yeah. No, no. This is a, this is important. I totally agree with you about. Um, <laughs> They're like everyone. The they all got bad teeth too, and say like, <laughs> "It's not called soccer. It, it's called flippy dicky 
Dingle bo- dingle ball. <laughs> uh you you are you are totally right. Um I'm We've evolved people. Somebody somebody <laughs> needs to tell uh Twitter because Twitter's relentless on English breakfast. Twitter's there's relent- like a whole I mean the internet like there's massacre- a whole like uh, well, I shouldn't say that yeah, word, but like yeah, there's a whole consortium of English breakfast slander. I love it though. I mean, it's uh, it's all it's deserved. Even though that, even though the breakfast has actually evolved, England sucks. Like historically, <laughs> England sucks. You know, like capital well, C oh, colonizers. Yeah. Like they they oh. deserve some slander. You know, you yeah, they invented the letter C. Yeah, in colonizers, I fucking hate yeah. England for everything that they've done, but. It's still like my there. There are actual human people that live there that aren't making those decisions now. I believe it. And you know what? I'm trying to have breakfast with all of them. I'm yeah. trying. You know what? Take a taste of England. That's the a taste, there it is. A taste of England. Yeah, that's our that's our uh, our sell to get us to the UK. I like that. Okay, who do we pitch it we to? We need a English breakfast should we, tour. Should Maybe we pitch, we it, pitch to it to Genesis? <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say. <laughs> Bush's baked beans come sponsor the pot. <laughs> no, but that would be so clearly uh, um, propaganda. That would be so clearly propaganda if, like, our taste of yeah. England tour was sponsored by the breakfast that we're eating. Yeah, thousand <laughs> percent. Maybe, maybe Ramoa can can hop on board and get us over to England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could take a. I could use a new bag. Fifteen hundred dollar bag. I'll ride yeah. in the bag. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'll be the, I'll be the bag. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like this though. Uh, keep keep ranking your breakfast breads. All right, so I got croissant, I got bagel, toast all the way at the bottom. Eng- uh, English muffin is that four? That's four. I think I said five, but um, uh, I love that you're working like towards the middle. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes the most sense to me. I get it because I, I knew what my five was. I knew it was toast. Yeah, it's toast. Toast is like the third grader on a like junior varsity basketball team like <laughs> bagel if bagel is like the starting point guard croissant is like the the foreign exchange kid that's six five in seventh grade with a handwritten birth certificate i and 12 everybody's like damn he's beautiful you heard, right. you heard him talk and then toast is down there like i can i can speak french too right right I can dribble a basketball. <laughs> yeah. what, what should we get into today? Should we should we talk about what's going on in our lives outside of breakfast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. I've drank half a pot of coffee. <laughs> Whoa. Half a pot? Half a pot. Yeah. I, I make like a it's ten like, twenty. It's like it's a, early. It, yet. It, it's like a I have like a ten cup or twelve cup. I usually make like six or eight cups and then it's gone. I'm going ginger turmeric tea today because I'm a sick boy. Mm. A, little, a little under the weather. Yeah. yeah. You sweeten it? <clears throat> no, straight, no, no. Straight, straight gas. Straight gas. Straight, straight, the, straight yeah, petroleum. Okay. <laughs> straight petrol, bruv. It's petrol. <laughs> it's, it's Tuesday, isn't it? Um, I got a new therapist. I guess I could, I should, I can tell you that. Exciting. That's big. Or yeah. is it? No, it's really exciting. Um, good, dude. I haven't, I haven't had a. a I haven't had a good a good relationship with a therapist in like a year since I left Portland. Cuz mm. it's like mm. it's like dating, you know? It's it's weird. It's hard. It's yeah. like it's hard to find somebody who's 
going to ask you the right questions and come to the second or the next session rather remembering what you discussed in the last one and building off of that instead of having to repeat yourself every every single time like it's hard to it is like dating and so i've been i've been seeing my therapist for three weeks now and it's going really well (laughs) and (laughs) um i've been needing it i've had some tough experiences in the last like nine months trying out new therapists and it and it hasn't mm-hmm. been fun or encouraging. Um, it's been really difficult, actually, really challenging to like find that right person. But here's to a here's to a, a budding healthy relationship. <laughs> I love that for you. I can I can relate, man. Like finding the right person is really really hard. Yeah, I had uh, an experience with my last therapist. I've been with my uh, current therapist for two years, but the person I had before, um was extremely nice and but you don't always thoughtful. want nice right yeah it's nice and thoughtful and like soft yeah. with me yeah and i was on some bullshit <laughs> so i didn't I, I didn't need soft i needed like you needed somebody to call you out on some shit yeah yes yeah yes and when you find that person I, it makes all the difference mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it really 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 does so i'm excited for you yeah like just some, somebody that like just gets you mm-hmm. we really are talking about dating <laughs> no, but somebody that just gets you just, sees, just me. sees me yeah yeah yes but also i think there's there's room for a therapist that like doesn't get you either and asks the right questions to understand you Like I think I've had I've had a couple experiences with therapists where like I feel like they kind of got me too well and therefore like gave me excuses for Mm. things or behaviors or whatever. I also want there to be some some a little friction and a little dissonance, um, similar to what you were saying, Bradford, about like somebody to like call me out and be like, wait a second, like you did what? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you said you said what to who? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Instead of like, I get it, right? Um, yeah. Again, it's still early. We're three weeks in, um, mm. but she's time, uh, she's great. Are you resolution people? Have I asked you this before? Do you set resolutions for yourself in the year? I don't think you've asked this before, but I definitely wouldn't wouldn't call it a resolution by like traditional terms mm-hmm. by. Um, you know, like what we're used to, but mm-hmm. um, I it's funny. I did something on my story yesterday. I was just scrolling through Instagram and I found this like box full of letters with a bunch of mm-hmm. jumbled. It's like a, a word find essentially. Word search, and then yeah. the prompt was the first four words you you see will be your mantra for twenty three. I changed it to guiding principles. So I, I just guiding principles feels more actionable to me like i understand yeah what that what that means yeah um so i i think that's probably the closest version of that that i have mm-hmm. and they're um, like intentions right it, or like uh exactly like our intention cards. intention intentions for for yeah for yeah. um uh, yeah another way to say that yeah um i like them yeah. i personally i really like them i grew up very very like spiritual mm-hmm. faith-based so like, <clears throat> I kind of understand that 
language, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. It makes a lot of sense to me. The, the so I enjoy the things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that something that, that y'all do too? I don't think that I necessarily have any intentions that I have. I think that for me, it's more of a just constant evolution of self. Um, mm. Meaning... I think when I was younger, I I definitely wanted to have resolutions and like turn over a new leaf and and like new year, new me. And the older I got, I I realized just time goes by so quickly that Mm. it's (laughs) so like one of my, one one thing that I really wanted to do in 2022 was journal every day. Hmm. And I just found my journal and I've written in it like three times. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) um, for me, it's more of a, like I just need to do better every single day versus waiting until some sort of constructed time to to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean that's how that's how I look at it now that I the older I get. Yeah, that makes sense. I've heard that um, unless you grew up journaling, it's really really like the 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 percentage of people who can start it in adulthood and do it with with regularity is really low (laughs) it's one of those things that i've heard needs to be instilled at a young age Um, yeah i've never really tried it um i've tried a few few times and i (laughs) numbers don't lie (laughs) (laughs) i didn't i didn't grow up journaling you know but uh when i started taking acting classes there's this Mm. this book they make everybody take uh i'm sure folks have probably heard of it the artist's way yeah yeah where yeah my mom's doing it right now (laughs) yeah godspeed caroline i hope (laughs) you you break through and yeah i've got probably three or four of those you know what i'm not going to use this journal that i half-assed last year i'm gonna get a new one i got three or four of those (laughs) (laughs) like this is my artist way january 1 2017 (laughs) you think think that by buying the new one you're gonna do it yeah like for me i even i got one uh monogrammed and i was like if i get it monogrammed i'm gonna use it and i i I even I, i i looked at it and my first entry last year was like january 17th yeah. Like I didn't even get it on January 1st. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck. so I'm like, I guess I can just, I put, I put my initials in 2022 on it. I guess I'll just, just use it for 2023. But that shit's so arbitrary anyways. It's like, like, sure, it is. It, like you could start January 17th and right. go until January 17th of the next year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or I could start on December 6th and go to December 6th of next year. So. Sure. Totally. True. <laughs> When I was younger, I, I remember, I think I, I must have been in like middle school. I, I did this a couple of times in elementary school too, but I tried to journal. I tried to like keep a diary a couple of mm. times and A, it never stuck. I like remember telling myself, you have to write in this every day. And I don't know why, but I found myself the few times that I would sit down and do it. I was totally like performing. I was like lying Mm-hmm. in the diary yeah not even not about like events but i remember totally exaggerating the way that i was telling no one these stories that happened <laughs> in my day 
And I remember, I remember in the moment being like, why am I doing this? <laughs> it's like, it's like, no one's going to read this. Like, who am I, who am I doing this for lying in my, in this thing that nobody's going to see? Yeah. I don't know. Do, do any of you guys have any experience with that? Like, do you know what that means? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, actually I, I talked about it with my therapist because I, uh, I, I found myself doing the same thing. And she said one thing that completely changed my perception on journaling. Hmm. Um, well, for, first, yes, I've definitely stretched the truth in, in my in my journals because I'm like I'm a writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like this, this is this is art. Right. <laughs> you start using words that you don't even know what they mean, and it's like, right. Why? <laughs> like, why didn't I just write? pedantic in my journal i never use that word you're like i'm six i don't even know right <laughs> but my therapist said journaling is record keeping mm. and one day your grandkids are going to want to know who you are right and that struck me particularly because i grew up in my mom's childhood home like that that home has been in our family oh, since wow. the late 60s oh my god and yeah. so stuff from when my mom grew up and her siblings my grandfather's old like medical textbooks his notes all of that is like in storage in our garage wow and i would flip through that stuff all the time that's so cool and like looking at his handwriting, you know, when he yeah. was like 22 and like then when like medical school, like all of his notes, all of his journals, all of his like all that stuff was like so cool for me to look at. Yeah. And when she said that to me, when my therapist said that to me, I was like, OK, I get it. Yeah. Next time, next time I start this journaling journey, it's going to be different for me because <laughs> I'm going to be writing to my grandkids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And this isn't a question for you. It's just more of like a, a question for the, the ether. But like, why, why then wouldn't you just write a letter to your grandkids directly? I don't know. That's a great question, actually. But also that makes me think, um, well, first of all, people in the before times, in the olden times, had such better handwriting than us. Our handwriting yes. as a species has only gone down. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Totally agree. Is that the computer's fault? Probably, right? It's probably keyboard's yeah, fault. Yeah, we spend less time yeah. writing. Less hand yeah. dexterity like physically is Physically handwriting. Yeah. 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 Writing a oh, page sure. hurts my hand. Hurts. It hurts. I was at, I was at a wedding this, this past weekend, and I wrote a, a letter to both the bride and the groom <laughs> And I had to, I had to stop multiple times. I was, I had, I had to go to, I, had, I need a Gatorade. I had to stretch. Yes. I drank, I drank, I drank Pedialyte. I had to get some electrolytes in me. It was fucking bullshit. Get the IV. I was like, do I, I was like, do I switch hands? Like, should I switch hands? Because my left hand is yeah. fucked. We we wouldn't make it through like third grade again. No, no. Remember all the writing no we had to do? Chance. We were writing everything. Every class we were writing notes. Also, like, as a as a left handed writer, I'm sure you've encountered this before. But I would get I would show up to I would be like at the end of at the end of the day in class, my entire left hand would be black. 
completely, yes. completely right, right, right black. Because right. we would just, you know, you drag across the page. It's very, we're, right. we're in a right-hand dominated world. We, um, we are. <clears throat> but so I had to, I had to learn this like weird claw thing so that that didn't happen. Um, I saw right, you do right that. Right over the top, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it's, you do that when you were, when you yeah. were signing a bill at Carly's. <laughs> I was <laughs> like... like this man's got like, a little. Do you write like that all the time. Yeah, he's got a little hitch in his giddy up. What the hell's yes. going on? It's got the that claw action. action. It's got the claw going. Um, <laughs> but what I was what I was gonna say was, uh, and I guess this is more of an optimistic way to look at things, is that while the, maybe the three of us don't keep active journals, I would say this podcast is like our journal, right? And mm-hmm. we have the opportunity to, you know, sh- like should anyone listen to it now or not? our children and grandchildren and other people who are connected to us through family or not have the opportunity to listen to the way that we speak, the way that we ask questions, the way that we listen. And I think that's a, that's a really cool thing too. I totally agree. Um, thank you for putting that into perspective. Um, cause I, I think like I, I know for me, I tend to judge myself for not having habits like journaling or, yeah, you know, yeah. like, yeah. A consistent yeah. meditation practice or right. like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think probably the best thing I do for myself is therapy and exercising when I can. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, I, there's always something so sexy and like unattainable about like journaling and, and meditating every single day. Yeah. And I need to let myself off the hook. Yeah. Cause I, cause you're right. You, you're exactly right. This is a form of journaling for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like our audience has grown with us and seen the changes in our lives and, and heard what we're going through at the time, the type of questions we like to ask, the, the way we think, you know, yeah, the way we see the world. And that's yeah. beautiful. Shouldn't be taken for granted. Also, man, fucking like sexy. So overrated, man. Like I'm good. We're bringing sexy back. <laughs> we're bringing sexy. But I, I, you know, we've, we've, we haven't spent a ton of time together regrettably um but i've seen the way that both of you move and and i see both of you commit to self-care in really little but impactful ways each of you guys take your time for yourself in in really wonderful ways so i think yeah if journaling is like the the big sexy lamppost or billboard of like self-care I don't think you necessarily need that in your life to to have given yourself what you need for you, especially if it gets to be like a performance. Because then it's like mm-hmm. you're probably working against yourself at that point. You're you're loading yourself. Yeah, and with wasting judgment. time. Yeah, wasting time. And yeah. you know, I appreciate that. Yeah. And it leads me to another question, which is how do you, how do each of you feel like you respond to not meeting a goal, to setting an intention for yourself and then very knowingly or actively coming short of that? What is the, how do you guys respond to situations like that? Mm. Mm. Probably not in the healthiest way. Hmm. Um, something I've, I've worked on is positive self-talk Yeah, because I have a tendency to be really mean to myself. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it, I mean, that might be surprising to some people, you know, cause I think my, my outward persona is like someone that's very like jovial and, and approachable and warm confident. and fun and yeah, confident. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can be really mean to myself mm-hmm. probably because I have high standards for myself, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I, I really learned that behavior from anyone in particular. My parents never treated me like that. My, my older sister, my, you know, my, my family members were never like mean to me about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I don't really know why that is my, like my crutch, you know, yeah. but something for me to like really work on reflect on like how how i can respond better because right now (laughs) it ain't it ain't good (laughs) how does that and to the extent that you're comfortable how does that manifest like is it is it a quiet yeah it's it's quiet yeah like no no one would ever know yeah um and I think I, I go out of my way not to burden other people at the expense of myself That's sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's quiet. It's, it's still, it's, I'm, but inside the gears are churning. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, the, the, mm-hmm. the sirens are blaring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's, it, you're, but uh, it's, it's all because I don't want to, to burden anyone else. Yeah. Man, I find that so interesting. The the problems that people tend to create for themselves f- that come from a good place. Mm. There's such an interesting and like really sad process that you thinking about other people, protecting other people is a really great thing, but it's at your mm-hmm. own self detriment, right? And um, yeah. I guess it it begs the question, like if you, well, I guess it's about changing the language. You say, I don't want to burden other people with my issues or talking about not meeting this goal or not having this thing happen for me. But my thought would be, you got to trust the people in your life, the people in your circle to not feel burdened, first of all, by you expressing what's going on for you and C and B speaking up if they feel like they need, they have fatigue with what you're sharing with them. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's, that's really interesting. And I'm glad to hear that you like recognize that in yourself. So that's, that's powerful too. I'm very (laughs) (laughs) self-aware. Sometimes you can be like, you can be self-aware to your own detriment, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, um, it's actually something my, my therapist shared with me, like, like hyper self-awareness is like a sign of your, your depression and anxiety shaking hands. Oh, that's, that's a good way to say <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. a, that's a really good question though, Connor. I'm, I'd be curious to hear both of your responses too. I think that for me, um, I'm, I might have similar tendencies to to Bradford as well as not wanting to uh burden those around me uh the one I, I found that through therapy and uh my therapist we've talked a lot about 
how individuals process things. Hmm. And for me, I'm a I'm very much a verbal processor, mm-hmm. which is uh, not something that I would have known. But sometimes I just need to, I just need to talk it out, like talk out whatever situation scenario is going on. So it's not, uh, so it's not just like rattling around in my head. Mm-hmm. And that was where, for me, journaling was really helpful. So, and if I I'm, I don't have the opportunity to verbally process with another person just writing down whatever thoughts are in my head Mm -hmm. uh has been really helpful to me so it's so it's just like out of my head and somewhere else yeah um and and so for me my journaling is not necessarily even a i'm not trying to tell a story i'm not trying to uh either you know start my day or end my day on on the you know, a, a, a diary of what I did. Mm-hmm. It's more of just random thoughts and feelings and emotions that mm-hmm. are just in me that mm-hmm. I just need to get out somewhere. Uh, so that's why for me, journaling is really important. And uh, I, yeah, I am kind of bummed that I haven't done it as much as I would have liked over over the past year um, because I know how, like, how important it is yeah. to, to like just get the thoughts and the feelings and emotions somewhere out of my head and and like by physically writing it there is some sort of cathartic release in that Mm -hmm. yeah in that's like action that's really interesting so sometimes it sounds like it'll just be like words just individual words um so i mean not not necessarily words but just thoughts or feelings um usually they're in some sort of sentence uh-huh. structure, uh-huh. but it's not <laughs> There's necessarily a subject like and a predicate. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. First, first grade English. Um, no, it's 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 not like, dear diary. Today mm-hmm. I did this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more of just, you know, whatever I feel. I mean, sometimes it it might be, mm-hmm. uh, it might be a reflection, but a lot of times it's just thoughts of of what I'm feeling in that exact moment. Um, and mm-hmm. and and for me too, like Bradford was talking about how this is something that you know maybe your kids or grandkids could read and i i look at mine like i don't even read my own journal because it's mm. more of like i said it's yeah. really just like a it's a, a hard drive to to get data <laughs> out of my brain and somewhere yeah. else and i'm not necessarily going back to look at it oh, um yeah. i i mean i don't think i've ever really gone back and read any of, of my journal entries mm. that i've ever written just because I it's just either. it's really yeah i mean sometimes you know you write when you're depressed or you have some sort yeah. of hurt or pain that you mm-hmm. want to get out and it's not something that i necessarily want to revisit um, yeah in present day what you said about you know random emotions or thoughts that's what the whole artist way uh writing exercise first thing in the morning call they call them morning pages hmm. and <clears throat> it's literally first thing in the morning before you have your cup of water, coffee, brush your teeth, you still got crust in your eyes. The exercise is to write three full pages. And, and my morning pages, and it's supposed to be a stream of consciousness. So it's not, it doesn't have to make sense. It can be random words. And a lot of times there are, it could be like, I'm feeling tired. My back hurts. Pizza, doo-doo. 
Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, I don't want to write. My hand hurts. This is stupid. I hate yeah. everything. Everyone hates me. But there was this one time that this girl said something really nice. You know, like it's yeah, it's literally yeah, yeah. just a stream of consciousness. Um, so that's that's really interesting. And I, I think that was probably my favorite thing about morning pages that it didn't have to make sense. It was intentionally not supposed to make sense. It's it's yeah. literally like you said, a hard you illustrated that so perfectly. It's a hard drive to just get it out. Yeah. And not to be judged, not really to be revisited unless you like come across something, you know, groundbreaking and like, oh, I need to use that Um, because inspiration can come from it. Sure. But um, that that's not its its intended purpose. I love that, though. I'm I'm inspired. I'm going to start journaling again. I I think I might, too. I think I might, too. (laughs) Like a year later, we're like, yeah, I, I did like three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Book market, December 6th, 2022. We'll revisit on December 6th, 2023 and see how far we've come. Yeah. <laughs> we should make a GGT journal. Oh. We could. I mean, I, ha- I have a... Maybe that has prompts or something. What if... That would be really smart, What if we actually. made... It would be really cool if we... There's got to be some sort of website where we could make um, like an anonymous document and anyone could contribute to it. Anyone could write and it could just be free-flowing text. Um, and just like anyone oh, could write on it and then it just... It's just it's just like a, like an <coughs> open Word document like an, that just... yeah. Just like like uh page. like when when Ryan on the office made Creed thoughts and he just opened <laughs> <laughs> he just opened up a Word doc for him that could be but yes. like we make it a <clears throat> it was like Creed Creed thoughts backslash yeah. Creed dot Not, blog backslash yeah. gov <laughs> dot edu we, we, oh, we could make shrink thoughts and it's just an open source document. I'm do, I'm gonna look into this. We're gonna make okay. it happen. I like this a lot. We should put that on our website. Yes, yes. I like that a lot. Yeah, and you can just come and just write whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, it's really I'm gonna good find idea. someone. I'm gonna find a. We might, we'll have to monitor for hate speech, but I don't think that's our crowd. Yeah, we, me either. We, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure that we could get some some monitors on for certain words and characters, yeah. uh, symbols. Yeah. But no, that I think that could be cool. That could be cool. You heard it here first. Uh, Shrink, shrinkthoughts.gov. Shrinkthoughts.gov. <laughs> I have a question for us as we're we're coming up on the hour mark. Um, I mean, I, I, I have time. I don't know if, if y'all got a boogie, but... Um, I can hang. What have you learned about yourself and about us as a team this year? Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good question. It was like the first question I had on my mind this morning. That's a great question. I can kick us off. Um, yeah, I mean, you, if you've been if you've been ruminating on this, if you have yeah. an answer, yeah. Well, it, it, it not even necessarily that I've been thinking about my answer, but I, I definitely thought about that question. That was the first thing I thought this morning. I am still a good team player. What do you mean by still? 
that was a, a critique of mine when I played team sports. That was it was not, about not, me. not a team player. Oh. Yeah, really? Yeah, I mean, I, I was a striker, so I was watching Thierry Henry, Didier Drogba. You're supposed to get goals. Yeah, but that's my job. That's why you brought get, me here. Yeah, get buckets. Yeah, <laughs> show yeah. me the money. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're the Demar Derozan. You right. Just get buckets. You don't do just, anything else. I don't do anything else. Just get buckets. Exactly. I just score. <laughs> um, and that stuck with me for a long time, you know. And like it, it bothered me too because I didn't believe that about myself, and it, it mm-hmm. bothered me that that was my that was the perception from from my coaches. I mean, sure, you like after college, I've like worked a few jobs and like technically worked on a team, you know, but I've never built yeah. a business with a team. Sure. I've never yeah. done that. Yeah. And this year taught me that I'm very capable yeah. of being a really, really mm. good team player. I show up, I encourage, I support, I ask questions. I'm a shoulder to cry on if need be. <laughs> um, when one of us falls down, I'm there to, to, to help pick us up. I would say the same about y'all. I feel, yeah, I feel really encouraged by that. That's what I learned about myself. Um, mm. What I've learned about us as a team is we can literally do anything. <laughs> we can literally do anything. We've proved that mm. at least three times this year. <laughs> <laughs> at least. At least. Um, no, what I, what I mean by three times, like we we were able to to – I mean, as, as our audience knows, you know, we don't get a lot of time together, but yeah. we did, we did this year yeah. and mm. it all started with a thought. It all started with a question. It all started with an idea that right. we chewed on and ruminated on and planned and put our heads together about and followed up and met mm-hmm. and notated and organized and Mm -hmm. saw through like we are, we are capable of anything and I'm really, really proud of us for what we did this year. I'm really proud of us. Yeah. I also, I want to reinforce what you said about yourself being a team player. I think like, I only think of you as being a team player. So it, it surprises me to hear that that was the opposite feedback you got when you were a kid playing soccer. It's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to imagine that person. Yeah. Cause I feel like I feel personally and I feel that our crew is like nothing but supported by you constantly. The MVP of support. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you learned that about yourself. That's a really powerful thing to learn about yourself because Man, being told you're selfish. That hurts. That sucks. That sucks. That yeah. fucking hurts. That yeah. really, really hurts. Yeah. And you know, like yeah. the, the I guess like the the bigger athletes around that time, specifically in Philadelphia, Allen Iverson, Terrell Owens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those those people absolutely were out there for self. Totally. And yeah. there were things I admired Glory, about both Glory of seekers. them. You know, yeah. yeah, there were things I admired about them, but I didn't see myself in them. Right. So, except for Allen Iverson, the way that he dressed. Yeah, uh, I, I absolutely <laughs> yeah. saw it. I'm gonna, 
<laughs> I've literally got an Allen like, Iverson tattoo on my thigh. I love that man. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I didn't see those qualities in me. So I, that like it, it confused me and it hurt me. So um, I, yeah. I appreciate you saying that because I, I believe that about myself too. That's so cool. I think for myself, I learned that I can see something through. I think I had the image of myself and I remember getting this feedback early in my professional career, but also like with even down to like with friends making plans, things like that. I can come up with an idea that is, that feels really fun and creative and interesting, but I haven't always thought that I can take that and execute it Mm. and see it through to the finish line. And I think this year in particularly, and, and, and that's not that's not necessarily a knock on like my work ethic or anything. I just think I've always thought of myself as really good in a brainstorm, but tactically not mm. not not the guy who's going to bring something home, who's going to like land the plane or mm. you know do the do the little details and things like that. Like I love coming up with an idea and just being like, okay. <laughs> See ya. Now go, go, yeah. do it. It would be <laughs> sick if we could. Be, that's that, that's yeah. how I viewed myself. Was like it, and it would be sick kind of person. Yeah, mm. it would be. How cool would it be? How could it would? Point. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I, I think I've learned this this year in particular that I can get in that shit. I can get in the mud and and scrape around and take something from concept to finish line. You know, I think about the the open invite series in particular that stands out to me. Right. As huge. That was really hard for me. It was really, really hard for me. We've talked about this. I'm really proud of, of how that turned out the way that it sounds aside, the way the like the quality of the, whatever, all of that means nothing to me. The fact that there was an idea, it was a big idea and knowing how much work went into it to yeah. finish it alone, the fact that it got done, I'm I'm incredibly proud of. Um, and I think that that taught me that my value doesn't stop at the idea; it doesn't end there. Mm, yeah, and I can I can get in there. It's beautiful. And and I think for us as a group, I think I don't know that I learned this because I I I've always felt it, but I think. it it sort of shoehorns what you were saying, Bradford, but I just trust us so much to be together on everything. Mm. Like, Mm. and that we can continue to build what we know this can be. We've been very open about this, not just being a podcast, but being just being so much more than that. Right. And that's really hard to do <laughs> as three independent people who don't live in the same city who have who who don't make money off of this currently mm-hmm. it's really 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 hard to do that <laughs> yeah and to do it well yeah and so i think i've really admired our patience i think with growth generally right like as a con- as a word as a concept so uh, yeah, again, I don't I don't know that I like learned that, but it was certainly reinforced for me this year that we got this shit. Like yeah. we're we can make it happen. Um, it just takes time. It just takes time mm-hmm. and it takes a ton of energy. It takes 
help from other people who believe in what we're doing too. And I feel so blessed to have some of those people in our corner that are like willing to work with us to help us build what we think we can build. Yeah. I love that. Well said. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've learned about us over the past year is, and and maybe this is also something that I learned about myself is how, uh, how important it is to have the right people in place in order to achieve things. Um, I, I think also being aware of your own uh, deficiencies are really important in building a team. Yeah. For me, I've never, I guess I've never really looked at myself as um, like a leader in like group settings, like throughout my life, like school and career wise. I don't, I don't feel like I've ever been the, the first person to like jump up and say like, I got this, you know, or like I will right. be the point person. I've always been more of a like a team player, like, hey, I can I can get I can do whatever you need me to do. Like just tell me what you need me to do. I'll, I'll bring do cups it. and plates. <laughs> right. I'll I'll do like literally anything. Like whatever you need me to do. And that's always been my role in in various places. Um and not like socially, like socially I feel like I'm definitely a leader. Uh, but in mm. in like work settings or like school mm. settings, I'm I'm always I'm in, I'm I'm in the cut. I'm in the back. Mm. I'm just like I'm I'm ready to like clean up. You know, I'll do I'll do whatever you need me to do. So for in this endeavor, you know, I I feel like all three of us are individual leaders of things in in its own right. So like we all kind of have our things that we work and man- manage. Um. So so yeah, it's it's I think for me, like I've learned that maybe I can be a leader in some aspects and should be in some, in some areas um, where I do offer value and and expertise. And so that's been, that's been cool to see, um, especially as you're starting a a business. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I'd say those are the things that I've I've realized over the past year. It's, it's, um, it's really nice to hear that from both of y'all. Uh, I, I look at both of you as leaders. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I look up to you in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. I mm-hmm. learn from y'all every single day mm-hmm. and I'm inspired by y'all every single day. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that ever changing, which is why I think this makes a good team. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, it's a relationship. It's a capital R relationship. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like the three of us teach each other something every day, even if it's like silly and ridiculous. Yeah, even, I, even if it's just like a crazy TikTok. It's like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I feel that there's there's something to be gained from each other, and learned with each other. That's that's I think what's the most rewarding for me right now is like we're learning something that n- none of us have been, have done this before. None of us has yeah. started group golf therapy before. Right. <laughs> right. So we're learning how Believe to do it this. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're learning how to do this together for the first time. And I think that's like, it's scary. It's daunting. It's unknown, but there's security in us linking our arms skipping down the yellow brick road together right like there's the 
we don't know where we're going necessarily, but we're we're in it together and there's security in that. And yeah, I, I feel really grateful to have both of you on my on my arms. Same. From from uh listening to the episode we had today with, with Jeremy Kirkland, right at the beginning he talked about how, you know, he's like an, an army of one. You know, yeah. he started his his podcast adventure and still, you know, continues like he he kind of manages it alone. And I mean, I, I couldn't imagine how much more daunting it would be to do to just have a podcast by yourself. Yeah. And Respect I know, you know, Jeremy. Fuck. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I know he has got people in his corner and he's not really the only one. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's the guy that makes the decisions for right. his own podcast. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it just it just seems like it's got to be. Like even like even with this, I feel alone sometimes because we don't get to spend a lot of in person hours together. Like we're, yeah. you know, ninety five percent of the time out of the year we're alone doing this by ourselves. So mm-hmm. yeah, but but we're always you know a, a group text away. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't I couldn't imagine doing this without you guys. Thanks for asking that question, Bradford. That was that was really it's helpful to reflect on that. Yeah. Well. Uh, shrinkthoughts.gov coming to a a, bra- a Chrome browser near you. <laughs> Chrome browser extension <laughs> near you. <laughs> make it happen. Yeah, um, I like that I, a, a lot. This felt really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Needed. Yeah. yeah. This, was, this was our own therapy session. I love interviewing people and I love that we get to do that every week. But you know, if we're actually reflecting, if we're looking back on how this started, why this started, it's because the three of us love talking to each other and learn from each other and ask each other really good questions. And um, so I love you guys very much. I love you too. Love you guys. This was a great year. This was a great season. Season three in the books. Connor, you're a madman. Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, you are, you are insane. Um, thank you for helping us to get here. Thank you. you you've shouldered you. a lot this season. Who me? Oh, the other Connor. There are two other Connors uh, yeah. in this in this uh, in Riverside <laughs> right now. So the other ghost, guy. ghost Connor. Yeah, your, that's your soul in, in the other. Yeah. Uh, it, what's um bizarro world, Connor? Yeah, world. Yeah, Donner. Bronner. Bronner. It's Bro Connor. Oh God, that's an alternate reality for you, for sure. Yeah, for you're sure. in the metaverse. Just like what? What if? Definitely. What if Connor went to BC and joined? Alpha oh, Kappa Psi. I can't. I can't even think about that right now. It's gonna make me throw up. He 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 would be working in finance in Manhattan with a power vest. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, the Patagonia and, power vest. Yes, and, and right, Brooks Brothers. All right, it's been, it's been real. All right, <laughs> love you. 